Welcome, everybody, once again to the news. I'm going to eat a donut of the squared. I'm driving Ivan Rivera, and of course, here with my cohorts. That's right, Mr. Jeff and Mr. Mike. How we doing, guys? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Happy Halloweens. Happy, ha- happy Halloween weekend. Happy, happy uterine. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, you wanted it. You got it. That's right. Went to Dunkin' Donuts. And in my possession, along with a big, tall glass of milk, is that donut that we said that we were going to have me eat and check out that ghost pepper. Yes. Dollar seventy nine. Not 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 regular price. This is actually a specialty oh. donut, so you're gonna pay yeah, it's a premium. premium donut. See, we now, talked about this on the Squares Roundtable Facebook page last week. The article's there about how Dunkin' Donuts, or Dunkin', I guess now they call themselves, released a ghost pepper donut, and Ivan is about to eat one. Yes, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to eat one now, and it's going Just to... Just remember three numbers. Nine, nine, nine one, 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 one. Okay, boys, I'm going in. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. my mouth. Well, wait. Does it smell? What does it smell What's like? The, is there is is there an a scent or an odor to it? Yeah. Well, it's it's the top of it is glazed, mm-hmm. and there are red sprinkles. I guess that's where the ghost pepper flavoring mm-hmm. is. What's the what's the aroma? It smells just kind of like a cakey, doughy type of a donut. It really doesn't. Like if have you like, smell it, does it like? Like, bur- like, does it give off like heat in your nostrils? Like, does it like? No, ah! it does. It, it does not make you sweat. It does not. It does not make your nose run. Doesn't make your eyes tear. Doesn't do anything of that. Okay, okay. it's actually rather dull. Well, let me go ahead and give this thing a taste. Here we go, guys. Okay, he's taking a bite. Let's mm. find out what happens. Hey. Okay. That was kind of an interesting reaction. Mm. You can't tell if that's can't tell if that's paid or if it's good. Oh oh my goodness. It starts out sweet. (sighs) Yeah. And then the peppers kick in and now my mouth is on fire. All right, we have to mute okay. Ivan's mic, and we can get to the first oh, story. And okay, yeah. Hopefully, well, we can get back to him. Hopefully, Ivan, please don't die. Oh my gosh, that's. <laughs> Woo. If you die, we're well, gonna, it, we're, it, you're going to be on news this prepared. Man dies from ghost pepper donut. No, but no, it, it's it's good, but it sneaks up on you. Okay, the sweetness sneaks up on you first. Okay, as you're eating it. Then mm-hmm. the ghost peppers kick in, and then your mouth just explodes with the ghost pepper taste, and it actually has a actually has a kick to it. Um, <laughs> you sweating? Are you, are you sweating? I haven't seen a whole lot of breath. <laughs> oh, wait a <laughs> what? Okay, okay, we're getting Ivan milk right now. Oh my god! It goes body good. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, I hope it doesn't come out my ass the same way it went in, man. Because that's 
That's that's that's, that's for be next fun. week's show, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Ivan passes the ghost pepper donut next week. Oh, yeah, well. Okay, well, if something when he passes it, will it be a boy? <laughs> well, you have to you have to eat it in small bites. You can't sit there and like hulk oh, it like. Oh, you didn't take like a big you took chomp. a chomp out of it. You took a chomp. Oh. Yeah, I took a chomp out of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch the donut. I'm going all in. But. <laughs> Oh, 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 no wonder why he has problems. It's probably and, got uh, the back of the throat, and then it, it starts to react. And then he was like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 yeah." It kind of, it kind of happened like that. But, but as you keep going, as you keep going, the sweetness kind of overtakes the, the 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 chili pepperness. But, but it, it, it's it's in there. It's in there, and it's definitely. It's definitely an experience. So if you like your, if you like your hot, which is sweet, you know, uh, I, I can kind of equate it. Uh, yeah, I kind of like my wife. Yeah, um, if you want, <laughs> if you want to, your hot, which is sweet. It's kind of like, a, what is this? Like in Chinese food, you know, like like, like in Chinese food, it's a sweet and sour. Kind of a thing, but with uh, with with the sour being amped up, maybe like about maybe fifty percent. It's got a kick to it, you know. It's got it's got you like a wasabi. Like, it's got you like don't a have a sinus problem, Ranger, do you? No. It's cleaned Look, up. Yeah, it's cleaned up his sinuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a wasabi. So how much of the donut is left? There's half a donut still left. I'm I'm going in again. Oh no! Oh no! Well, okay. Okay, small bite. Small yeah. bite, Ivan. Not a big small bite. bite. Small bite. Small bites. If you're gonna do this, folks, it's small, small bites, man. Don't hawk it down. Maybe, maybe, maybe drink the milk with it while you eat it. Right, exactly. So drink the have milk or whatever. Don't don't do soda. You're just gonna make it worse. Drink milk with this donut, chocolate milk or white milk, whatever you prefer. I definitely have milk nearby. How about ghost pepper, strawberry milk? Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, and then then I'll really be done. I'm gonna light a match and I'll just burn the. <laughs> well, it just it 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 just sits on the tongue and you you taste the peppers in it. But yeah, it's it's good. You know, just like I said, it's hot. Yeah, it's not for me. Oh, woo! Not for me. Ooh, baby, this this is not for the weak-hearted. Mm. We should have <laughs> videoed this. <laughs> Yeah, we made a mistake. We should have videoed this. We could have done this live on the Squares page. We could have like done a whole thing. Yeah, well, well, I'll just do it again. That's all. Uh, <laughs> you sure you really want to do that? No, not, not right now. We can pick another day for it. We got well, some. Yeah. We got lots of stories here. We got to get to today. We're, we're. Um, I know uh, we're running long tonight because somebody had to eat a blue cheese burger before we started. So, oh, excuse me for ten more for ten minutes. Kill me. No. Well, showtime is showtime, and mm-hmm. showtime was dinner time. Apparently, all right. Let's um, let's get started. Uh, I can start with this one. Um, this is a uh, cue uh, your favorite scene from the Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, this one from the BBC: An eight-year-old girl pulls a fifteen-hundred-year-old sword from a lake in Sweden. Ah, ah. Strange sure, women distributing swords 
An eight-year-old <laughs> found a pre-Viking era sword while swimming in a lake in Sweden during the summer. Uh, her name was Saga Venecek. Found the relic in a Vidastern lake while at her family's holiday home in oh boy, John P- John Coping County. The sword was initially reported to be 1,000 years old, but experts at the local museum now believe it may date to around 1,500 years ago. Does Damn. that make her automatically like the ruler of Sweden? Yes, I think she's uh, she's the queen. Yes, I think she was the crown. Right, you just pull the sword out of the lake and boom, yeah. now you're the queen, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, the, the boy did pull the sword out of the stone, so now she pulled the sword out of the lake. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's not so every day you step out. on a sword in a lake, uh, said Mikkel Nordstrom from the museum. I'll see the lady of the lake. Yeah. The level the level of the water was extremely low at the time, owing to a drought, which is probably why Saga uncovered the ancient weapon. I felt something in the water, and it lifted it up. Then there was a handle, and I wanted to tell my dad that it looked like a sword, she told the broadcast uh, Sverige's television. Saga's father, Andy Vanacek, or is it Vanacek, Van- uh, told the English-language website, the local... He initially thought his daughter had found an unusual stick or branch, but it's only after he asked a friend to take a closer look and he discovered that it was likely to be an ancient relic. Ah. The local ah. museum where the sword is now being kept, it was extremely well preserved. The sword. As a user and YouTuber. Uh, Saga's discovery led the museum and local council to carry out further excavations at the site, finding a brooch from the 3rd century. Mm. Wow. So, yeah, they're investigating a lake and see if any more ancient relics can be found. So then she gets the brooch, and that's part of her ruling of the lake, and, like, she's, like, the new ruler of Sweden. Yep, plus two combat. She's she's the lady of the lake. Ancient sword. Plus two combat, that's it? Yeah, just plus two. Really? (laughs) Except against undead. It can't be intelligent because it's been under a lake for 1,500 years, so. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, it obviously has a has a weakness for water. The prophecy um, has been fulfilled. The prophecy <laughs> has been fulfilled. <laughs> this eight-year-old girl, put yes. down your Instagram, eight-year-old girl. You're now the ruler of all of Europe. Okay. <laughs> all of Europe, just Sweden. All right. Just Sweden. Just Sweden. Let's let's take it back a step. <laughs> Mike yeah. likes to do big, big. Wow. You know, if this was like in, in the middle, if this happened in like the middle of Florida, they think they were like the ruler of like Guanachachi or some shit like that. Chattahoochee. <laughs> Ch- 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 or something like whatever I got the to hell. Run city council. <laughs> yeah, I got I got to run the neighborhood. I'm on <laughs> in charge of neighborhood watch. Yeah, that's why I'm the Florida man. That's right. <laughs> and we have a Florida man. I, I was uh, going to say, speaking of the Florida man. Great, great, great we don't really have a story. We have video on the Squares page, and this is awesome. This guy calls it, this janitor combined a mop bucket, a leaf blower, and an umbrella, and he calls it the blue-collar limousine, and he's <laughs> zooming around in his thing. It's fucking great. Okay. <laughs> the video is on the Squares Roundtable Facebook page. Yeah. It's on ABC News' uh, Facebook. Yeah. It's from Clearwater, Florida. Yeah. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Surprise, surprise, surprise. We don't need no $1,500, 1,500-year-old stick. I, I don't got need my no driver's license. Limousine. I don't need nothing. I got a blue, I got a loop blower. <laughs> and a hat. And a <laughs> umbrella. 
and a mop bucket. And I got and I got my bucket. I think I'm going to use this uh, get to work next summer. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> when the weather gets warmer. You know what? Next time somebody shows up, next time somebody shows up at, at your work, tell them they can come in without a mask if they ride around the leaf blowing water bucket, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I want to try this picture. I want to try this. You get to take video. <laughs> And they have to wear a sign, that, they have to wear a sign over their neck that says, I'm a dumbass or he, something like that. Yeah. So he's got the mop, he's sitting in the mop bucket, obviously dry, mm-hmm. and he's got the leaf blower in the other, in one hand, and the, and the umbrella in the other, and he uses like a reverse rudder. Mm-hmm. He blows the air into the umbrella, and then he uses the, the left or right uh, to navigate. Right. You know, all that's missing is the Benny Hill music. Yeah, this would be an excellent escape vehicle in a Benny Hill short. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it really would. Thank you, Florida man. Thank you. We, you know what? It, it, that's what we need. That's who the, the eight-year-old girl needs for her steed. Is the guy <laughs> in the leaf blower thing? <laughs> on soldiers, go on, Florida man. I yes. am rotor. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Maybe she could command this dominatrix. Because <laughs> apparently there's a dominatrix causing a stir after she spotted walking a man on a leash through a fancy grocery store. Where place? Oh my god. Uh, Don't I'm kink shame her. Let's what? see. Uh, no kink shaming. I'm not. No, no one is just saying. So, okay, so yeah, this is on. from per- Perkalady.com. Perkle Lately is the name Perkle of the website. Lately. Now they want to ask me. This is what I can't stand. This one, like all the oh, sudden, you can, like, they got the pop up. You get the pop up, and yeah. it's like, no, I don't want that. Well, why won't you freaking let me see, see this story? All right, fine, let's do it this way. No, you don't want to do it that way. Maybe you can see the damn story. Oh, here it is. Ah, oh, this was in Los Angeles. Shoppers in Los Angeles mm-hmm. were shocked to witness a kinky public display of a dominatrix taking out her submissive on a on all fours to stock up on goods. Oh, yeah, I saw that story. I saw that story. <laughs> you can see it, too. Um, yeah, you can see it, too, on the Spurs of the Roundtable Facebook page. Um, so Ding someone made a, took a picture of the pro-dom on a pet play date and made it go viral. Um, the pic, uh, found the pic through a game of telephone. Um, a shopper at Erwhorn, an upscale grocery store, captured the encounter and posted it in a in a group chat. A member of the group who saw the photo was a friend of uh, this individual who then tweeted it out and shared it. And you can take a wild guess where that happened. About a hundred. Here we go. How many times did this thing get shared and retweeted? Yep, about like a hundred thousand times. That's all. <laughs> uh. And she's got well, red hair, lots of tattoos. Yeah, and... yeah, and literally the damn—I can't. I got the picture's not great on this. Here, I'm gonna have to get a better look at this thing. Yeah, and it's the Cause... dude. Seems like a dude. He's wearing a mask, and the is he? Hold on a second. I can't tell. <laughs> okay, a... so yeah, so he's wearing like a Rottweiler Doberman kind of mask. And mm-hmm. then he's wearing like khaki shorts, 
and he's a got sl- like short a, sleeve t-shirt. Yeah, and he's got like a he's got like a, it looks like kind of like a fancy watch on. Yeah, and he's walking on his hands and knees. Yeah, he's wearing at least he's wearing a mask. He's on all he's on a hands and knees. It's not that's yeah. Not sanitary. You, you can't kick that guy out. At least he's wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that guy that so that happened. You know, my thinking is is if you get a sword from a lake, you could definitely do that. Mm-hmm. You could definitely yeah. make guys do that. That's without question. Mm-hmm. So, and here's here's the most important story. Here's our most important story of the week. Uh, this 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 came out, and I'm I'm very fascinated by this. Although if I was if I was one who who is who's about authentic tacos, I think I might be upset. So Ritz, <laughs> Ritz is now making what they're calling taco crackers. <laughs> what? They are making a cracker that is the shape of a hard shell taco. Yeah, just curving the the circular. Cracker. Right. So it, you, it's, know, you can basically fill those these. things. I need this in my life. I know, right? Hey. You know the best part is versus like the regular taco shell. You know that this isn't going to nearly like crumble around I, and be as as, as un, unhelpful as. I have got you know, in my possession, boys. I have got taquito tailgate taquito kettle chips. Yeah, it's not the same, though. Yeah. Ritz taco-shaped crackers. He's moved on from pepper donuts to taquito ghetto crackers. Um, Ritz crackers posted this. Taquito ghetto crackers. Ritz crackers posted this on Twitter on October 3rd. says, Nabisco gave away these delicious Ritz Ritz taco-shaped crackers on National Taco Day to a select number of people. Unfortunately, there's no word of them hitting shelves just yet. But after the huge this. response they got, it should not be long. So, dang it. I thought it was coming to store we, near we need you. This. I no, need this. No, we do. We need this. I need this now. Yes, Isn't there a way you can, like, like kind of, like, maybe, like, moisten the Ritz cracker and kind of shape it and then, like, rebake it uh, to get it, to give it that shape? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, that yeah. Like I'd, I'd put some cheese. Put a little oh, bit of... Man. um. Taco meat and cheese in there, like mini tacos. Then a little yeah. salsa on that too. Dip in and be able to put some salsa. It's on like them. like Frito scoop. We sell like. See the problem is now we sound like the Florida man. The yeah. Florida man would think like this. Yeah. <laughs> after 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 riding around, riding around in his it bucket. Is, it is blue, yeah, it is bucket. He'd be thinking about. I need them rich taco things, but they don't make them. How so am I going to make basically. my own? I'm going to put it in my mouth and I'm going to soften it make, and I'm going to bake own, it man. into a whole thing again and then I'll rebake it. Hey, hey, Mike, why don't you try making those on your own? See what you come up with. Yeah, report back, yeah, report back to us. Or do not. There is no try. <laughs> yeah, this is... Um, we need, we need this in the stores like before Christmas. This is my Christmas wish. Is it? I don't Ritz think it's... taco-shaped now. crackers. All right. I don't think I really need that from Christmas. I, I do. Ivan does. Do. I mean, he can't stop eating, so he, obviously no, he's got yeah. something else. Um, well, yeah, I've heard he's trying to get the ghost pepper yeah. thing out of his mouth. Yeah, he's trying to, probably yeah. what he's trying. 
Yeah. You know, you, you know, at that point, you got to eat like bread or crackers or something to like. Yeah, end up. Although, although I will tell you, if you're eating t- chips that taste like taquitos, I don't think you're making a wise choice, my friend. <laughs> I would think you want something bland to, well, narrow, well, to, to catch them. Well, believe it or not, though, though the the taquitos, the taquitos are not nearly. As hot as that damn ghost pepper. Well, right, <laughs> but you're still that. trying to get the heat level down, right? I wouldn't yeah. use that to get the heat level down. I'd get like some sort of white bread or something like that, or yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take, I'll do that. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, next story. Well, this is this might be my other favorite of the week, which is so they've mapped how the United States of America swears. This is from a uh, lecturer in forensic linguistics at Ashton University in Birmingham, the UK, created a detailed set of maps of the United States showing strong regional patterns of swearing preferences. The maps are based on 8.9 billion word corpus of geocorded tweets collected in 2013 and 2014. Um... The blue okay, so this is on the squares page. There's a red and blue scale showing the relative frequency. Frequency of a word uh, given the amount of country. So so for like for example, like for us in the Chicago area, that here's there's there's a picture there's a map of on the word fuck and it's quite amusing because it's really pretty much like East Coast. It's all of East California. Coast, <laughs> all of California like half of Nevada, all of like, New York State, all of New York State, like most of the East Coast, like the half that the bottom half of Florida, the whole pan, the whole um, not the Panhandle, but the other no, uh, the peninsula. But like yeah, the the yeah the peninsula, the, the the bottom like the bottom section of Texas and what looks like most of Louisiana, um, yeah. what looks like the bottom half of like most of New Mexico. And half of like Arizona. What's amusing is in the Midwest there isn't really a lot of, of 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 there isn't a lot of the word fuck except for this giant concentrated area right where Chicago is. Right, the whole like <laughs> no whole northern part of Illinois. And it's funny yeah, how like, probably... the entire state of Utah is like <laughs> nobody uses fuck in Utah. Yeah, nobody uses fuck. <laughs> so, well, fuck them. So, so according to this, <laughs> yeah, seriously. This is why they need a porn czar, too. We need to get the porn I really needed to be porn obviously, czar. That obviously, was a job. obviously, daughters were not included in that survey. Yeah, other other maps on this chart are for other swear words like right. asshole, bastard, bitch, crap, cunt, damn. Yeah, like, for example, dumb. asshole Asshole is most popular in the, uh, the Northeast. Yeah, like all of Pennsylvania and, and New York. Like all the whole like, Northwest. No, even even like uh, yeah, like even, everything, even like Vermont and New Hampshire, yeah, everything, and Maine, everything north of West Virginia. It's all asshole. <laughs> well, well, okay. Well, so where does Jagoff come in? Is that a I don't know. Hold on, I don't know. Put that on the map. Give me a second. One. It's funny. The concentration one for on douche. asshole by us. <laughs> Let's see, bastard, bastard. Okay, so the highest concentrate in the country for where you can hear the word bastard. Is in Maine. I don't know why. 
<laughs> bitch is a southeast thing, apparently. <laughs> bitch is a southeast thing and a Chicago thing. You will hear the word bitch in Chicago a lot, apparently. Yeah, well, and yeah, but near Detroit. And near Detroit. It's represented as biatch. No, okay. this is this is strictly no. bitch, not biatch. This is strictly biatch. And like the, the whole, almost all of Florida is bitch. Um, I'm surprised the word crap is not used more, but apparently crap is not as popular. Um, Almost all of Tennessee is crap. Crap crap is not really a swear word. Some of of Kentucky. uh, Sections of Texas and Oklahoma. Let's see. And then then the word cunt. The word cunt is very much a northeast thing. It's not even like a Midwest thing. There's like most places cunt is a no-no. Uh, damn, damn is there's to me this is the best one. Damn is most of the southeast. Yeah, that's, where if uh, you said damn, people would get angry at you because you should be saying damn. Yeah, like almost all of Virginia is damn. Yeah. Well, how well, about like, God? Well, I mean, excuse me, Lord. How about goddamn? No, nope. I'm assuming that's why it makes it funny. Is that damn is here, and I know that they you say goddamn or something like that. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> And then there's <laughs> then there's darn. Darn is like non-existent. Darn is like almost like three quarters of Kansas, and that's about it. Yeah, it's funny. Douche oh, yeah, is like most of Wisconsin. And, and the northern half of Minnesota, and that's all of darn. Okay, so so then we get to see now. This is interesting. Lazy swearing. This is interesting. The the f word, and when I say the f word, I'm talking about derogatory towards gay. homosexual men. Yes, gay men. And the interesting part is the places where it's most prevalent is Arizona, New, New, Nevada, what looks like the state of either Washington, Washington. That's Oregon. Sections is it Oregon? Yeah. Okay, and sections of in a good swath of sections of California, and then there's a whole section like Northeast Indiana. Yeah, like and half of Indiana and Ohio, Ohio is yeah. for the um, the gay slur word. Unless, of course, if you live in England, then, of course, it means cigarette. Apparently, also popular on the coasts, specifically in the New York region, is the word fuckboy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard and, fuckboy. And apparently very like, popular in California. All of Jersey, all of um, yeah. Maryland. <laughs> fuckboy. Well, yeah. Chicago's going to have fuckboy because I've heard fuckboy here. Massachusetts. There's a little bit. There's a small smattering here. But for the most part, it is California, sections of, of Nevada and places. But really, it's really basically the city around New Metroton, yeah. Metropolitan in New York. What? Uh, gosh, gosh. Gosh is very, very it's small. Funny. Like half of Nebraska and like half gosh. of Texas says gosh. Mm-hmm. Gosh. And then... Hell, here's the best. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is the best part. The best part is stuff like hell, all in the southeast, all the places where all you would south. sit there, where like it's like you gotta wash your mouth out with soap, boy. Southern Virginia, all along the coast, all the way leading up to uh, eastern Texas. So apparently, the really, really south sections of Texas. Sections of New Mexico and sections of Arizona is where you hear the words motherfucker. <laughs> half of Delaware. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, half of... Is it Delaware? No, that's Maine. Maine is up that way. Well, Maine and is up there and then half of Delaware. No, that's not Delaware. The that's, little one on the like, right. 
the little one just west of Maine, that's Delaware. No, that's, that's not Delaware. That's, that's either New Hampshire or Vermont. I no, can't Vermont tell you. is Rhode Island. Is Vermont Rhode Island? is the one next to it. That's New Hampshire. Right, and one of them is really solid. Yeah, that's New Hampshire. Yeah, so New Hampshire says motherfucker a yes. lot. Um, Pussy is really pretty much an East Coast all the way through the South Jersey, Southeast. Jersey all the way on down. The southeast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, literally take I ninety all the way down, and yeah. you, well, you, you you get the idea. Same thing, Same with, thing shit. with shit. Yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> I hear shit a lot in Chicago. Yeah. Actually, it's funny. There is a smatter, a small smattering of orange right by Chicago. Yeah. So there is, and a little bit of De- Detroit. Yeah, especially especially when you got when you got people when they tell you something. Oh yeah, I was involved about that in shit. Hmm. Yeah, uh, slut. Is, is surprisingly not used as much. Again, it's, this is from Twitter. It's prevalent then, in Iowa. A lot of sluts yeah. in Iowa, apparently. Apparently so. <laughs> no, no. And North, I'm, I'm North Dakota, too. I'm convinced that what happened, because I'm noticing that there's sections of Nevada, and I'm just thinking it was autocorrect. It was supposed to be slots. No. <laughs> and then whores on this list. The last one on the map, on the article here, is whore. Wow. That's not used nearly. Um, Kentucky, that, that seems... mo- a lot of Kentucky, um, some northwestern Pennsylvania, some western New York, and a little bit of Kansas. And oh wait, there is oh interesting. There's a second map. He's updated. <laughs> this guy has updated. Hold on a second. Oh? Uh, now with work here. Some composite maps, including swearing, not covered above, are available now on the Griever's blog. Here's one for bollocks, bloody piss, and crap. Nobody says bollocks here in the United States. Apparently that, 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 people do. Bollocks, that, that's an English term, bollocks. Yes, it is. Apparently so. Yeah. Uh, only on, in Montana on, and, North, and Idaho. Swear, hold on. Swear maps harder. Let Hold on a second. Maps, too. That's a load Let's of bollocks. Fuckery. Okay, so fuckery is now on the list here. No, no idea. Fuckery. Okay, apparently shitty is more said here in the area of the Chicago area. Shitty, uh, Shitty or shitty, yeah. AF. As fuck? Is that what that is? ASF. Okay, so that's a southeast thing. ASF, also a southeast thing for the most part. Uh, badass seems to be kind of like a line, like down, like the Great Plains into like Texas. Hmm. Oh, bull, bull, bullshit is interesting because it's like the Carolinas, um, sections of New York City, and like out by like San Antonio. Um, apparently, people don't like like using the word cock. <laughs> uh, crappy, not so much either. How about damn Cox it? Stuff? Damn it is an Illinois thing. Damn it is a huge Illinois thing. Yeah, like most is. of the country is not into the damn it thing. We are a damn it. Dang We're is damn- south. <laughs> Dick is apparently something we say, and apparently the southeast, the, the east coast says. Dickhead is a, is an east coast thing. Douchebag is something that's more. Like Iowa and actually really Iowa, Iowa and Maine. What else we got? 
Is this fart or fat? Huh? Fart. Fart is a... Well, I'm <laughs> <play>, that's... <laughs> uh, let's see. FML. I don't know what that is. Fuck my life. Fuck my Fuck life. My okay, that's California. That makes sense. Um, freaking... No. Freaking with a G. Okay, interesting. Friggin'. Frick. Frickin'. Friggin'. Friggin'. Fuck. Okay, so now they have more real... They have more on fuck... Fucked. Fucker. <laughs> fuckers. Fuckery. I think we swore more Fucking. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> FW. I don't... Fuck with. Hell, here's your one goddamn. Yes, Chicago has a lot of goddamn. <laughs> Chicago, it's, it's funny, because there's really not a lot of places that have goddamn, but there's this nice little smattering right by Chicago. Where it, yep, it's concentrated pretty red. Oh, and the Northeast, which which makes sense, because I think that's where I picked up goddamn. Uh, heck is kind of a South thing. I, what is this? I D G A S. I really need I to get give acronyms. A, I don't give a fuck. Oh, okay. They even have like stuff where like laugh, laughing my laughing my ass off, laughing my ass like, and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, like there's I said, a lot of internet speak here into this vernacular. Well, yeah, yeah because okay, yeah, and here's one with the N word, and it's very interesting because it's pretty much. Upper it's sections of the northeast and pretty much the entire southeast. Wow. But I could go on with this for a while. But you get the idea. We, mm-hmm. we So, yeah. We, if you're looking for this, you can get to this on the Squares page. It's there. Yeah. Uh, what else we got, Mike? Okay, here's one from Dirt.com. Apparently, the house from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I think it's for sale? Um, is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, it's uh, Brad and Stacy's St- Brad and Stacy's house from Phoebe Cates and George Reinhold. Mm-hmm. Their house from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, uh, built in 1960 by the Sherman Oaks architecture firm of Duncan and Conroy. The modest 1,250 square foot house boasts three bedrooms and two baths, and yes, one is that bath where George Reinhold was watching Phoebe Cates come out of the pool. And he was he went to town. Uh, outside well, now, is the point oh one seven acre lot, a two decks, a patio, and of course the famous pool where Phoebe Cates swam her way into the pop culture zeitgeist and single handedly see what they did up to the sales of red string bikinis everywhere. Uh, so apparently it's for sale. Yeah, there's a price. You want to know? Anyone want to take a guess? Ivan, what do you want to guess? What this house is going for? Uh, let's see. Let me go with a uh, quarter mil. Uh, higher. Fifty million. Not fifty million. Fifty million. No. Fifty thousand. That's that's less he than a quarter million. Okay. Um. All right. Well, let's go with uh. Two. Two million. No, it's a little lower. No. Um, seven hundred thirty-nine thousand dollars. Basically seven hundred forty thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not bad for a sixty-year-old home. Not bad. I think I want to like. I wonder how much it is just to like go whack off in the bathroom. 
yeah, why? Yeah, I just walked by your house. Go like, in the bathroom and you're like, hmm. I mean, seriously. I, I mean, honestly, there's a part of me where it's like, you know you could probably make money just that way and make your money back on it right then and there. You could, like, <laughs> offer it. You could put, like, a screen in and, like, some stuff and be like, okay, you can whack off in here. The pool, you got to pay me for it, though. The pool looks much as it did when filming took place, though the diving board is long gone. Don't go looking for the changing room or the premises either. The exterior was just a facade placed in the backyard for the shoot while the interior shots were done on a set. But yeah, the Hamilton house is that described... the same? Uh, is that the same location that they used for Stacy for the for Fountains of Wayne? Stacy's mom? I don't think so. Or is that a different house? They don't mention that. Yeah. I think that's a super okay. house. But uh, it's uh, yeah, it's for sale. It's uh, where's it? Where's it at? It's in West Hills, California. Wow. Where they use the seriously? Word fuck and what other words yeah, going to use? I don't remember. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> There you go. So seriously, clearly, yeah. I, I, seriously, that's yeah, I love how Mike changes the subject. He's like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about a money making effort. I mean, we'd See? be making money hand over fist. Yeah, George <laughs> Reinhold's fist. John <laughs> Reinhold's hand. <laughs> yeah. I have a fifteen thousand year old sword, and I'm going to use it in this bathroom. <laughs> I'm not gonna leave with a leaf blower. Yep, yeah, you'll be pulling up to pay for the to, for the closing on the house. You yep. pull up on your leaf blower, power, <laughs> and uh, leaf blower and umbrella mop bucket. Be, I mean, seriously, you, you probably get into so much trouble from whoever lives in the area. Where if you had people where it was like, yeah, I'm offering the opportunity for you to whack off in the bathroom. That bathroom, you know, people would do it. You know you could get people to do it. You probably could. You probably could. You probably make good money doing it too. Anyway, all right, fine. Mike doesn't want to talk about this anymore. I get it. I thought it was funnier, but that's all. That's so funny. Totally, Mister Hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely, Mister Hand. Pete learning about history, having some food. Yeah, well, you're gonna need a hanky, and I don't mean the Christmas poo hanky. Um. Anyway. Heidi ho. Heidi ho. All right. Uh, always get me the hard ones here. Well, no, wow, that's not bad. Okay. Uh, according to this, NASA's Osiris Rex spaceship successfully touched on uh, touched down on an asteroid. Did um, Steven Tyler immediately start singing? I, I don't know what the song is. I was crying when. No, that's not the right song. Oh, oh my gosh. That's right. I was, don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. Yeah. From, uh, so, from yeah. So, Osiris Rex space, spacecraft unfurred its robotic arm. Maybe it, maybe it needs to go to Maybe the it was in the bathroom with, the... with uh, Joe Weinhold. Yeah, seriously. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 yeah, seriously. And, it, and in a first rate agency, it touched an asteroid to collect dust and pebbles from the surface uh, uh, for delivery to Earth in 2023. Well, you know, if they use Amazon, it'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. If Jeff Bezos owned that satellite, it'd yeah. be here next week. Yeah. What the hell? Come on. No, we don't need any space rocks from from wherever God knows where in the solar system here landing in 2020. 
we got enough shit going on this year. Let's wait. You know, I can wait till 2023 for Space Rocks from an asteroid. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> yes. I feel the Space Rocks are only just part of what we need to to legitimize the girl from Sweden as the new ruler of of, of, of the Scandinavian country. But that's just me. Um, anyway. <laughs> I just love the part where apparently it extended its robotic arm. It unfurled its robotic arm. Very sexy. Uh, <laughs> this well-preserved ancient asteroid known as Bennu is currently more than 200 mi- million miles. Get the frequent flyer miles. I hope you got the frequent flyer miles. You're definitely going to need them. Anyway, uh, from it's apparently from Earth. Uh, it offers scientists a window into the early solar system. Really? Now? Now you're waiting to find about the early... Okay, anyway. Uh, as it <laughs> was taking shape billions of years ago and flinging, flinging ingredients... Okay, that sounds really bad. Flinging ingredients. That's what the good arm is for. Wait, yeah, what the best part is? This, the worst the part is, is the wording on this is just horrible. Flinging <laughs> ingredients that could help... Wait, get this. Have helped seeding life on Earth. Yep. I bet it did seed life on Earth. Mm-hmm. I bet there was lots of seed flying around. Yeah. Whoever wrote this was some <laughs> uptight nerd that was uh, like, not or somebody could who not was get like, the innuendo. Oh no! Why do I have a feeling it was the opposite? Mm-hmm. I have a feeling it was some guy who was like, "Oh yeah, I watched this shit." Well, there's watch a lot of flinging and going on in space, so yeah. Well, lots of flinging and doing and fucking and fun and furling and fuck this. Um, if uh, Tuesday's sample collection event none of us touch and go. Oh my no. god. No, come on. It was just the tip. The satellite gave it just a tip. Uh, oh my god. Enough for a sample. The mission teams will command, will command a spacecraft to begin stowing the precious primordial cargo to begin its journey back to Earth in March of 2021. Otherwise, they will prepare for another attempt in January. Would that be, like, uh, premature? I don't know. Uh, Anyway. Will the satellite be pulling his uh, submissive on a leash back to Earth? Yeah. Probably. Anyway, so it fired its thrusters. I bet it did. It nudged Mm -hmm. itself out of orbit. I'm sure it Once did. It flung it its seed. Its, yeah, and then it extended its shoulder and then elbow and then its wrist of 11 foot did it, did it have good sampling arm. <laughs> wow. There are a lot of women who want that 11 foot sampling arm. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, <laughs> known as the touch and go sample acquis- acquisition mechanism, tag Sam. Oh, I bet it is. Yeah, I bet I there's bet a Sam did. who needs to be tagged. Hello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> After a four-hour descent and an altitude of 410 meter feet, uh, the spacecraft executed a check-in checkpoint burn. I bet it did. Uh, I can't read this anymore. <laughs> just... What part of the asteroid <laughs> uses the word "whore"? That's what I need to know. Check the map. <laughs> what we really need. Oh my gosh, we're going to we're gonna have to put a disclaimer in the front of this episode. We, we need is two space shuttles with guys from drilling teams. And then we need so to have Steven the Tyler. Universe? 
No, then, then we need a Russian guy who doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Ron and Howard's then, brother has to be right, a mission control. Yes, Ron exactly. <laughs> and then and then we need to have Steven Tyler sing the theme song. So there you go. That's what we need. And then the eight-year-old shows up with the sword and goes, let it be so. So there you go. That's what we need. That's what we need. Or you know what we really need? Whenever you get mad, just think about a T-Rex trying to masturbate. I suppose that would be frustrating for him. My arms were too short. He'd need the 11-foot robot arm from the satellite. Yes, he would. He'd need an extension. (laughs) Or the leaf blower. The leaf blower might work. You reach it with this umbrella. Right. Well, this is not Florida man. It sounds like a Florida man story, but this is a Kansas man. Kansas man. We're not in Kansas anymore. We're not in. We sure are. There's a reason why we aren't. Um, Naked teen covered in ranch dressing crashes at a Kansas gas station. (laughs) A teenage boy who was naked and covered in ranch dressing. Crashed a vehicle at a Kansas gas station early Saturday morning. <laughs> the disturbance was reported to 911 around 3.30 a.m. at the Petro Deli convenience store, according to the Shawnee County Sheriff's Office. The 17-year-old How male... I'm sure it's ranch. That's, uh, no, they, somebody had to taste test it, I guess. The <laughs> seventeen-year-old oh, male was naked and under the influence of the substance. Shocker! Really? Oh yeah, yeah. He, he covered himself in ranch dressing, damaged property inside a business, ran outside and jumped into a running vehicle, and then crashed into a nearby pillar. I'm a fuck yelling. I'm a fucking salad. <laughs> yeah, what? What swear words was he using in Kansas? I need to check the map. Yeah, uh, deputies the map. deputies took the boy into custody. He was then taken to a local hospital and later released to his parents. The criminal aspects of this incident are under investigation. <laughs> what exactly would it be criminal? The man tried to maybe, get salad. Maybe his mistress just told him he needed to do yes, that. Yes, he had to get. He was off his leash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm free! I'm going to cover myself in ranch dressing and run around like a naked fool. And yes. Crash into a gas station. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm hoping it'll extend their 11-foot 11 11 arm on me or something. I don't know. Well, <laughs> the sheriff's office said that we are happy to report that no one was injured during this incident, but uh, it's the internet, so this guy is scarred for life. Sure <laughs> yeah, he he's done. He's done. <laughs> so... The internet giveth, and the internet giveth some more. Get this. This is from comicbook.com. There is now an app that will tell you whether or not the ice cream machine at McDonald's is broken. Makes sense. Uh, uh, so, uh, apparently... What's the name of this app? I'm going to download I'm working on... Hold on a second. I'm working <laughs> on it right now. I always love when, like, the, okay, stop it. Why do they always open things when I don't want them to? Anyway, uh, ice cream machines are, are broken. Make broken an ambitious pro- project from Rush Key, who unleashed it on social media to the delight of anyone that has spent time noodling around with it. They describe the project as reverse engineered McDonald's internal ordering. AIP, and I'm currently placing an order 
for Mick Sunday every minute at every McDonald's location in the United States to figure out which ones have the broken ice cream machine. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. And even more staggering is the reach a small rollout like this could have on a larger web. Most of us have had moments of disappointment when you roll through the drive-thru and the workers inform you the ice cream machine is down. You know, I gotta tell you, I haven't had this problem nearly as much as everybody else. But anyway, um, all right, so the guy, oh my god. So apparently, the order he placed is for $18,752. Oh my gosh. Uh, every minute at every McDonald's in the United States to figure out which locations have the broken ice cream machine. <laughs> well, it's not a very important problem on its own. The level of data needed to create a map of this size is laudable. Uh, there are already people at hard at work trying to, to use the sample of information that trigger and other things about how these restaurants works. In a post in a post on Product Hunt, uh, the uh, the creator actually tested out the map and biked through Berlin and saw the information given matched up with their attempts to order. Loads of tech personalities have commented on the phenomena, but there's no doubt that there is something that can be gained from all these little dots on a gigantic map. Some users were basically horrified by the sheer density of all the McDonald's locations in cities like New York. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm sorry, McDonald's data analysts. I'm afraid I'm ruining your entire mobile conversion metrics for my own personal amusement. That's awesome. <laughs> this, this, and of course, shows there's a this on his Twitter page uh, shows the map with like red and green dots of whether yeah. or not your McDonald's ice cream machine is broken. And I zoom in on the Illinois, and there's a lot of. Uh, a lot, a lot of, of red machines. dots in the Chicago area where their ice cream machine busted. I have really gotten I bet lucky. they use shit in like that uh, McDonald's. <laughs> I just have gotten really lucky. I have not had this problem nearly as much as everybody else has had. It's kind of a meme. Lifetimes. It's like a... No, but I've had some people who are friends of mine who really have run into this problem on a regular basis, and they bitch about it all the time. And I'm like, I don't get it. My McDonald's, I, I mean... What's that blue moon I hear about it? But it's like, you know. Yeah. Maybe it's not a, I don't know. Maybe I'm. It, maybe it depends on your neighborhood. I have no idea. I don't usually get ice cream like a regular, like a, like a, mm-hmm. used to get uh, hot fudge sundaes for my mm-hmm. folks uh, when I was a kid. I love hot fudge sundaes, and, um, man. Mm-hmm. I was more of a fan of the Oreo McFlurry. Uh, usually that's what I just eat out of a spoon. Yeah, uh-huh. you know. Well, speaking you know, of Oreos. Fairness, yeah, speaking of Oreos, all you, because I can't wait to laugh this, at this. I didn't, I was like, this is real. Yeah, that's or, what my reaction was. This is also from comicbook.com. Oreo built a vault to protect their cookies in case an asteroid hits the Earth before Election Day. Now, last week, we had a story <laughs> that Neil deGrasse Tyson has confirmed that an asteroid will come within close proximity to Earth the day before election day next week. So at some point there's a legitimate possibility that a refrigerator sized asteroid could slam into the planet. 
Though it's not large enough to cause a catastrophic world-ending damage, it did get folks to start thinking about what, when <laughs> the end really does come. Luckily for those who managed to serve the inevitable apocalypse, they'll at least have some Oreos to snack on should they be able to reach Norway. In a video <laughs> posted by Cookie Brand on Friday, the company unveiled the post-apocalyptic vault it crafted to ensure a select batch of Oreo cookies made it through the apocalypse safe and sound. In the three-minute video, it's on YouTube, the company has been see, is seen hiring an architect and crafting its own bunker based on the Global Seed Vault, based in Norway. Good Not Lord. the seed that uh, that the Osiris uh, capsule is uh, looking to explore on the asteroid. That it, hey, uh, hey, hey, there's a creamy filling here. Maybe this is ranch. Oh, maybe. <laughs> um... Based on Norway, the vault is built to withstand extreme temperatures, chemical reactions, and the like. As an added precaution, the Oreo packs were wrapped in mylar, which can withstand temperatures from minus 80 to 300 degrees Fahrenheit. Nice! And and is impervious to chemical reactions, moisture, and air, keeping the cookies fresh and protected for years to come. How about ranch dressing? Oh, and no Kansas boy in ranch dress, ranch, naked in ranch dressing, Mike. Might be as might protect as well as as that, as you might expect. Wrap him in mylar and like freeze his ass. (laughs) As you might expect from an announcement like this, the news has taken social media by storm. As other brands hoped to get in on a post-apocalyptic survival bunker, the biggest of which a familiar candy most anyone will recognize, Sour Patch Kids, uh, posted on um, their Twitter page about. At Oreo, heard about your vault. Sounds fun. Can we come? Uh, so Sour Patch Kids are in on the gag with Oreo. But Asteroid 2018 VP1 is a small, approximately six and a half feet. Poses no threat to Earth. Currently has a 0.41% chance of entering our planet's atmosphere. And of course, if it did, it would disintegrate due to its extremely small size, according to NASA. <laughs> so just in case the Oreos will be safe... And then the, the the girl with the sword can open the package, the mylar, <laughs> with the with the eleven foot arm. And then she can escape on the mop bucket leaf blower uh, vehicle. Well, <laughs> she better because because we're, she's got problems, and they're in Belgium. Because <laughs> apparently, we have escaped cloned female mutant crayfish taking over the Bel- taking over a Belgian cemetery. Whoa. That's, Escaped self-cloning mutant crayfish. It sounds like a horror film. Forget yeah, that. Sure I want to like. It's like shouldn't they be fighting the teenage mutant ninja turtles or something like that? Yeah. Um. Anyway, female uh, mutant crayfish, Belgian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so created in experimental breeding programs have invaded a Belgian cemetery. Hundreds of duplicating crustaceans, which can dig down. And dig down to the up, to dig down up to a meter, and are always female. Pose a deadly threat to the local biodiversity after colonizing historic Antwerp. Uh, uh, let me try that again. After colonizing a historic Antwerp graveyard, it quote according to uh, Kevin Shears of the Flemish Institute on Nature and Woodland Research. Is the acronym for that really thinner? Oh my god, whatever. Um, <laughs> or finer, or anyway. He says it's impossible to round up all of them, 
It's like trying to empty the ocean with a thimble. Wow, that many? Holy shit. Mm. Uh, marble crayfish would travel across the land and the water at night and eat whatever they can do not occur, do not occur in nature and are banned by the European Union. Uh, instead, the freshwater beasts, which are about 10 centimeters big and voracious, are thought to have been bred by an unscrupulous German pet traders in the 1990s. They are similar to the slow the sloth crayfish found in Florida, but are parthenogenetic. Oh, why do they always give me the gigantic words? Uh, parthogenetic, which means that they are able to reproduce with themselves. Oh, that's just what all men need is women who can reproduce with themselves. Now we really aren't needed. Yeah, now we're for done fucking, for. Yeah, now we're fucking doomed. Um, anyway. Uh, they can reproduce for themselves, and all their children are genetically identical females. The mutation, which occurred about 25 years ago, means populations can can spring up rapidly from a single uh, from one single one. In 2018, scientists established a global marbled crayfish population was descended from a single female and didn't need males to produce. The EU banned possession and release of an un- of the uncanny crayfish. Uh, see, this, this is what I'm talking about. This writes itself. The uncanny crayfish. Yeah, they fight this. They fight the X-Men. Anyway. Um, in Female mutant Belgian crayfish. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, but it is an, impossible to trace the owners because all the crayfish are genetically exactly the same. Uh, the crayfish have taken root in pools and streams of the Schoenerschaffen Cemetery in Antwerp which is now known as the Flemish city's uh, Paris-Lachise. I don't know what the hell that is. Um, hmm. Apparently there's some famous people there, and once again, the pet trade is to blame for the infestation. Uh, you get the idea. So apparently, Belgium is being taken over by a teenage mutant ninja crayfish, whatever the <laughs> fuck they are. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a problem. See, this is why we need the Oreo vault. Yeah. I mean, what if they got out of control? I mean, mutant Belgian to... crayfish get out of hand. Yeah. We're going to have to protect the Oreo yeah. cookies. Because, you know, if they steal all the waffles, I'm going to be pissed. Just hide out in the in the house from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, I think that's the key. Especially if I can charge people to... See, the problem becomes, if I'm going to charge people to jerk off in the bathroom, what happens when the crayfish show up? Throw them in the pool. I mean, they're. I mean, their money is as good as anybody's, right? There's chlorine in that pool. Might kill them. But although they are Might. mutant Belgian crayfish, they are mutant. though. now yeah. that oh great, that's just what we need. Chlorinic female mutant Belgian, whatever the fuck crayfish. they are. Yeah, that's uh... <laughs> I think we got what? One? We have one story left. Is this what we have? We got left? one we more got story. Oh, is it a full God. moon this Halloween? I have no yes. idea. I can show you a full moon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Yeah, there is a full moon this Halloween. Oh. Uh, yeah, the right, next. Well, full, yeah, I've that... checked Siri. Yeah, the next full moon is on Halloween. Yep. Mm-hmm. So apparently, it's going to be a wet Halloween if you're on the moon. Ah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. He, he usually is a wet Halloween on Earth too. Is it because of ranch? Is it because of ranch dressing? No, 
Just regular water, not ranch dressing from the Kansas man. <laughs> but findings suggest that water may be present across more of the lunar surface beyond just areas that are cold and in its shadows. NASA's discovered that water on the sunlit surface of the moon, scientists said on Monday, a finding that could help in efforts to establish a permanent human presence on the lunar surface. Ooh. NASA's Stratospheric Observatory for Infrared Astronomy, or SOFIA, an airborne observatory housed in a modified Boeing 747 airliner, detected water molecules in the Clavius Crater in the moon's southern hemisphere, one of the largest craters visible from Earth. Now, water ice has been found on the moon before in the coldest, darkest regions of the North and South Poles, but the new findings suggest that water may be present across more than more of the lunar surface beyond just areas that are frigid and permanently in the shadow. Uh. Interesting. So you can dip your uh, your Oreos in the water, the lunar water, <laughs> as that robot arm is flinging seed from the asteroid. You sure it's not just flinging ranch dressing? Could be flinging that sword from that girl found mm. in Sweden. Yeah, I guess I could do doing that too. Wow. What I wonder what the moon the, do they the, say, motherfucker? That's what I want to know. That's right. Yes, that was my question. Yes. Or God my... damn it. Or bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like it says, we're going to have to put a, a disclaimer in the front of this episode, man. I think Why? we done more... What the fuck? Why I do think, you need to put this disclaimer? I think we've done more shit in this fucking episode than every damn other episode since we've started. I've heard someone swear. Well, I don't know about I don't know about that. I mean, we I need mean, to fuck it. I don't care shit. I, don't I mean, care. we haven't talked about sex robots in like what eight months. <laughs> Probably oh, got a satellite flinging flinging its seed from a sat from an asteroid. So yeah, seriously. I mean, that, that's kind of a yeah. that's kind of like a sex robot, I guess. <laughs> sex so, bot. Follow these crazy stories on our Facebook page. On the Squares Roundtable podcast, that's where you can see um, all these articles. You can read them for yourself if you don't believe us. You don't believe us, want to go check it out. We're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on YouTube. Click the bell. Subscribe. You know when you get new content. And of course, you can follow this show on your usual po- podcast hosting platforms, i.e. Google, Spotify, Apple, Anchor. Email us at SOTRTPodcast at gmail.com. I heard somebody the other day called the Googler. The Googler. Yeah, the Googler machine. That's where you can you go to the Googler and you find out if your ice cream machine's brusque. Well, this person is from of Irish descent and it was funny. He called it the Googler like it was the bubbler. You know, like the, <laughs> like the fountain. Right. They call the fountains the bubblers. So oh, it's right. like... The Googler? <laughs> Does the information just like bubble up like a fountain? I don't get it. You know. <laughs> hey, how much podcast the go- on the Googler? So how much of the, how much of the donuts left? What do you, have you eat? Where where were you at? Update. Well, it's gone and uh, it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's done. So I'm like, how much well, milk did you have to drink? A uh, whole glass. I had to do a whole glass of milk. I guess. Uh, good. So. For- one out of one out of five. What would you give it? I like the five being the hottest thing you've ever eaten. Uh, well, I would. Ha- it's not the hottest thing I've ever eaten, but it's definitely hot. I would have to give it four. Yeah, man. Four out of five. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Nummy. So and the ghost pepper donut may be available. Check your local Dunkin' for availability and, and cost. If yeah, you get, get sane and you like heat, yeah. Mm. Yeah, like it says, if you get ready to kick your ass, that would be the way to go. So 179 in uh, in Chicago, Illinois might be more, might be less elsewhere. But right. yeah, definitely, uh, definitely uh, small bites. I would definitely small bites and definitely have uh, a cold glass of milk or something cold nearby you because it does have a kick. Okay. So, I don't know. I'm figuring a shot of wild, wild turkey would be perfect with that. No, no. Yeah, then they can light your ass up and you could probably fly to the moon. But, and then uh, I can chase it with insanity sauce. Oh, there you go. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Well, <laughs> anyway, thank you I'm, for enjoying uh, our show and pouring insanity sauce all over your week. Yeah, that's right. And, of course, uh, as you are buried in uh, um, <laughs> red sauce. Cover yourself in ranch dressing and go crash into a gas station. No, don't do that. Don't do that at all. That's the opposite uh, of what you want to do. Yeah, don't do that. Anyway, thanks for joining us here at the News of the Squared. We'll catch up with you next time. Have a great weekend, y'all.